I'm glad you're here because there's a guy we got to talk about today that you must draft in fantasy football 21. You must draft him, but unfortunately, a good amount of people aren't going to be able to draft him based on one, how early you're going to have to draft this player. And a lot of people won't want to take the perceived risk, but hey, hey, you came to the right place. This player could be a breakout player. You can categorize him as a league winner, a must draft running back. To me, a borderline top five running back after doing my projections and finalizing the rankings for now until we get some more news come the preseason and through OTAs. If you're watching this around preseason time, we made it, hopefully we made it. But this man is now my running back six in both PPR, half PPR formats. And honestly, he's pretty close to the top five right now in non-PPR formats, just relying on the rushing production. A man who's a second year player, a sophomore running back that's right, his second year in the league. And that doesn't really give it away because there's a lot of really good sophomore running backs, plenty of which are going to be ranking in a top 20 and really a top 15 this year but let's just put the cards on the table and this man is very similar to he's in this situation is the way to say it as running backs who broke the system they broke it for fantasy football let's think of some of these more recent ones Le'Veon Bell at his peak no not you not you you TikTok stars out there watching this right now that only got to know Le'Veon Bell last year or the year before Le'Veon Bell is a dynamite force in fantasy football for many of years, multiple years, counting on one hand, really, but, you know, that's the running back lifespan. Todd Gurley, ring a bell, best running back in football right there with Le'Veon Bell for a few years. Let's go back a little bit further on now, and you remember Jamal Charles? Uh, bear with me, some of the demographic out there. Jamal Charles breaking the system in fantasy football for a few years there. All these players had a few things in common. They had the proper makings to be great running backs and what does that mean outside of their talent obviously if you're i mean eddie lacy or somebody like that you're not going to be popping off but they had it they had the system they had the environments that they were put in now what makes up an environment and that's what we'll go over today as to why cam Akers, cam Akers is the player that you must be drafting in fantasy football drafts this year assuming that you're not picking christian mccaffrey number one overall cam Akers, my number running running back number six this year and look you might be rolling your eyes and things like that but make it through this video i'm doing the projections i'm putting the actual stuff into it taking into account last year but also trying to project forward we're not just slotting cam Akers right now he was my running back 10 before i even did projections we're not just slotting him at oh let's look at what he did last year oh okay let's just guess that he does something decent oh running back 15 no it's not how this goes we're trying to predict trying to predict and give you a leg up and win your fantasy leagues not finish fourth like most people are doing out there anybody who's putting their rankings on fantasypros.com yeah they're trying to make you finish third, fourth, or fifth because those rankings are allowing the people who are putting them on there to win awards if they play it safe, if they get close enough in the neighborhood, if they swing and miss, and even though the swing and miss may be warranted, they won't do it. They won't put out there the best effort. Now, I don't got to put it on fantasypros.com. Nothing wrong with fantasypros.com. Just the system is flawed. It's trying to give you not the best advice. So it makes up an environment to create these top five and top overall running backs. Well, uh, your offensive line is going to help. Your backfield competition is going to help. The quarterback you in the defense, the quarterback in the defense you play with, and your coach. So let's start it off with those pieces. And before you get to any of those, you have to be talented. And Cam Akers is obviously talented. And you can see some stuff popping up on the screen as we go through this right now. Last year, Cam Akers, he tore his rib cartilage in week two. And it took him basically two months to get active. And then right around that time, he started to take over this backfield into 
the postseason. You can see on the screen from Rotoviz, his final four games of the season, not even counting the two postseason games where he also averaged over 20 touches per game. You can see on the screen right now, Cam Akers in those final four games on the year was averaging 21 and a half overall rush attempts per game. That's not even opportunities. That's rush attempts, let alone the 2.75 targets per game. He was averaging 109 total yards per game, and he ended up picking up a couple of touchdowns, a couple of receptions. Now, he wasn't fantastic from a receiving standpoint during that time, but he did catch 30 balls his final year at Florida State on over 40 targets, which is very good for any running back coming out of college it's kind of that breakthrough if you can catch 25 passes have a 10 percent target share or so so we know he has talent we saw what he was able to do from a broken tackle standpoint each of the last four weeks he was leading the league in broken tackles over that time as a rookie that looks really good so his talents alone stand out as being well above average hence why he was taken early in a loaded running back draft class in 2020 but that's not going to always get you there talent alone I mean, just ask Saquon Barkley was asked a couple of years outside of injuries, talent alone, offensive line, the quarterback you play with, being swamped and down in teams, bad coaching, not giving you the ball, the rock as much as you should, putting you in situations where you could succeed. Yeah, you need more. And offensive line play is one of them. And oh, yeah, this was the number four run blocking unit last year. Massive steps forward. Now, Whitworth is 39 years old. He's probably their best player on the line. He graded out last year as the number six overall offensive line. Pro Football Focus for this year, as of a couple of days ago, released their offensive line rankings. They have the Rams as number eight overall in top five in run blocking. That's pretty damn good for Cam Akers. Rob Havenstein graded 14 overall, so they have two top 15 graded pro football focus offensive linemen from last year. That's good. And Austin Corbett was in his third year, which a third year breakout. Sometimes it's like second year for wide receivers, third, fourth year for tight ends, third year for guards and offensive linemen is where you start to see it. And his third year was a borderline top 10 right guard in the NFL. I would expect more moving forward. So this is a good offensive line. So check the box for talent. Check the box for offensive line for Cam Akers. Now we're getting there now. Now when it comes to coaching in the scheme, do they care about running backs? Do they keep their running backs involved? Who's the coach? The coach is Sean McVay, which you can say what you want about him. It's clearly not him being the problem. It was Jared Goff and that kind of played itself out over the last half of last year and really for the most part of last year. Sean McVay is borderline a top five coach in the NFL right now. I don't think many people would argue too much with that. Oh, he's number six or seven. Fine. Borderline top five. Now they run a scheme where they love play action passing. And we mentioned Todd Gurley at the front. He was on the Sean McVay team. There's a really good chance K-Makers can become a Todd Gurley, except better after contact and maybe even more straight line speed in terms of having less usage on those legs as a younger player than Todd Gurley was when he was kind of in his prime here a year or two older. So they're going to rely on play action passing, and they ran the seventh most times last year. Now, Matthew Stafford, it might change a little bit with Stafford there, but I don't expect the scheme to totally change around the quarterback normally you should do that but Stafford's this quarterback when it comes to Goff they are different in terms of their arm talent in terms of what they can do under pressure mainly in terms of what they can do at the line of scrimmage it's not just going to be Sean McVay having to call every audible and Jared Goff not knowing how to do that and read a defense Stafford can but it's not going to change the play action passing all that much to be efficient in the NFL these days the more play action the better the quarterback Matt Stafford is not going to lead to reduced play action passing and how do you have good play action passing? Just in general, it'll be good. It'll be efficient no matter what you do. But having a strong running back that the defense can bite on will help that. That's Cam Akers. So coaching and scheme, check. A top five coach, a pretty dang good scheme that we've seen work out with fine running backs and good offensive line play in the past. Just look at Todd Gurley being at the top of his game. So what comes next? Well, backfield competition. Let's just laugh at that. As you can see what Malcolm Brown did last year in this backfield, he is now gone. Malcolm Brown last year in this backfield had 101 attempts and 34 targets. That's a lot. You're taking away a lot. Last year, Cam Akers had 38% of the snaps, and he saw 159 opportunities on 38% of the snaps. I'm not projecting Cam Akers have 85% of the snaps this year. Maybe one to three running backs will get that at most. Maybe even just Christian McCaffrey 
was somebody who was doing that last year for the most part, right? James Robinson with nobody in that backfield competition. There's a chance it could happen for Cam Akers. Let's give him around 70%, 66%. Well, now he's starting to see pretty easily over 300 total opportunities, and that's fantastic for a running back in a situation like him. So Malcolm Brown is gone with his touches. Daryl Henderson out of Memphis, the only other guy back there. He's fine. He'll probably see a decent amount of touches. He broke some tackles yards per touch-wise. He was fine, but towards that last four games of the season, it was the Cam Akers show. Henderson was barely involved. Henderson banged up with injuries as well last year though through 15 games playing injured in some of them he had 138 touches on the ground and 16 receptions on 24 targets he played 33 percent of the snaps was not much of a pass catcher running only nine routes per game but he was somewhat efficient 5.1 yards per touch using the red zone a good amount with 35 red zone carries uh number 17 in the nfl seven goal line touches as well again a lot of that was in the beginning of the season malcolm brown got banged up mid-season walkham makers was hurt that's where henderson made a lot of his due and nothing of like fantastic finishes just a decent running back during those weeks and outside of that there's nothing we'll put it up on the screen we can laugh at it together raymond calais as former seventh rounder last year from this team out of louisiana lafayette he ended up going out there. Actually, he wasn't even drafted by them. I think he might have been drafted by Tampa Bay. It's escaping me right now. Either way, Louisiana Lafayette, this is somebody who had zero touches in four active games last year, so didn't get on the field. Xavier Jones, an undrafted free agent out of SMU, already 25 years old, zero touches in three active games. Now, active games does not mean he was even there as the backup running back. It more so likely means he was there as the third string running back or more likely special teams depth type of a player. We're talking your punt blocks and your kickoff return teams. No touches for two of the four running backs in this backfield. One of them's name is Cam Akers, and the other one, oh yeah, is Daryl Henderson. Not too worried about him. So backfield competition-wise, you can check that off. We saw that the final month of last year. So wheels up for Cam Akers on the game environment that just equals sex for running backs in fantasy football. It's fantastic. Ten and a half implied win total. You have a fantastic, the number one graded defense last year. Now, why is that important? Well, game flows. If the defense can lead to less points overall, you're going to be leading, which leads to more usage in the second half for the running backs. Okay, now why does having a good quarterback matter? Well, when your defense maybe is banged up or is not actually producing, you won't be in lopsided affairs where you don't get as many rushing attempts in the second half because Matt Stafford can create and keep you in the game. He can keep you in the game, which means more scoring, which means shootout potential, which means more points for the overall offense. And oh, yeah. That involves the running back, more red zone touches, more receptions, more targets. Obviously, all that is great for Cam Akers. We talked about the offensive line being top four in run blocking last year, projected this year to be top five yet again, at least on paper, before any type of wacky injuries start to come into play. So we got a lot of checks for Cam Akers. I don't have many things to say negative about him. He healed from an injury last year. He was great in college football outside of a bad offensive line, and he still was able to get over 1,000 overall yards on the ground alone, 30 receptions. So it's the Cam Akers show. He's my running back six. He's a must-draft running back this year. Unless you're drafting in the first five picks, there's a little bit of an asterisk there. Don't take Cam Akers number one overall. Get the security options there. But once that number five, six, seven pick comes around, I'm taking Cam Akers over the Alvin Kamars, Joe Mixons, Nick Chubbs, Jonathan Taylors of the world. You might have thought this video was going to be for Jonathan Taylor, second-year breakout-type player we led with. No, no it's cam makers thank you for tuning into this video you can check out some of the other videos in the playlist that are about to pop up you can sub subscribe to the channel here as well if you haven't already what are you doing and if you want the 2021 fantasy football draft guide for free this year limited time offer for free yes f-r-e-e -E. find out how to get it for free linked down below thanks to our partners over at prize picks you can get that link down below and check it out thanks for tuning in see y'all in the next one